I am Citizen 44.
knocking at my door I woke up this morning to a knocking at my door And I said, hello devil, I believe it's time to go Tablet? My iPad. What do you do with your iPad? We have lyrics that we're oh, uh, reading Oh, because you don't know from. your songs by heart? Yeah. No, well, we don't. It's covering for me. Yeah. Listen. This oh. is brand new. This is like You guys have never fresh. performed this before? Fresh. What? We have performed it a couple times raw, really just like <laughs> thrown together, but we have not actually had a performance doing this, uh -huh. the two of us. By the way, he's coughing in the back because I just gave him a huge bong rip. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, not really. Yeah. I had to justify him coughing somehow in the show. It was a big break. Yeah. Nick, what's your last name? My last name is Garrett Powell. How did you connect? We are, we've yeah. both seen each other perform around. Actually, the first time we met was at... Wasn't it Applegate Lodge? Yeah, Applegate Lodge. It's been 2010 or 9 or something, like a Wasn't long time like ago. Wasn't that like right when you moved here or something? Yeah, right, right about when I got back from Los Angeles, I was doing a music okay. school program. Yeah. And uh, the Rogue Suspects and I were doing a show there. And they were like, hey, we're gonna bring this guy up. He's gonna play guitar and he's gonna do Red House. And you know, and I was like, oh, cool, okay, whatever, yeah, whatever. And he comes up and just like 
rips it like apart. The whole room was on fire. It was amazing. It and was this is at Applegate Lodge? Yes. My memory of that thing was that I was uh, I was gonna get up and sing Red House and play guitar. So I was getting ready to, you know, I was sing doing a little it. solo. I was getting ready to sing it, and then all of a sudden this like I much better voice shows up, and I'm like, whoa! Oh, I mean, oh you didn't know that she was gonna. I didn't. I wasn't. Thunder? I had no idea that was gonna happen. Well, I didn't know that he was saying. Oh. I didn't oh, know. Thought I thought he was just gonna play the guitar part, oh. and I because I usually sing that song with yeah. the rogue suspects, yeah. and so I started he singing didn't it. Know that. So he yeah. surprised me. I surprised him. Exactly. It was funny. Yeah. And you guys have been kind of doing the music thing ever since or yeah. did you separate and come back? So we separated in for a, a few years and it was kind of like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Who was, who was that, that person? Guy? Yeah, who was that And girl? then, you know, years and years later, you know, I saw him performing in his band, which is... Who's your band? The Fret Drifters. Yes. Oh, and, and where is the Fret Drifters out of? We're out of Southern Oregon. Okay. Acoustic duo. So you're here? Mm -hmm. Okay. Where's your partner? Who's your partner? My partner's Andy Cassad. Yeah, he's, he's out in Medford and... Uh, yeah, we play a lot of uh, acoustic, technical kind of music, jazz, rock, a lot of the... Uh, What's acoustic, drumming? technical? What does that mean? I've never even heard those two <laughs> words together. Oh, just, uh, you know, really anything that's... Wow. You know, just fun sounds, you know, like yeah. just whatever you want to do. How long have you been handling one of those things? I've been doing this for maybe uh, 15 years. Okay. Like How old are you? 34. Oh, you're a youngin'. How old are you, Shay? 29. Oh, you children. <laughs> you're just young butts getting started in the world. I told you, we're fresh. God. And you have a, a specific song that you wanted to do now? Yes. Can you do it now? Right now. Who can 
couldn't stand when she's in demand her schemes cause we danced on the floor in the round so take my strong advice just remember to always think twice do think twice she told my baby we'd Got to tip the hat to Chris Cornell, nice. uh, the yes. slow tempo interpretation that yes. he made famous. So. It's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Holy I've never heard it harmonized uh, that way, so this is like, yeah. that's why it's breath of fresh air for me to, to yeah. hear these kinds of harmonies. Have you not done it before together? We have Barely. kind of really? done it, like, kind One of, half but not like that's for it? reals. Yeah. We sort of improvised it a couple times in front of people and yeah. just to see what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was super for real and, and yeah. sounded like it was rehearsed. It did not sound well, like Well, we uh, rehearsed a little bit before we came here. Okay. <clears throat> like for about half an hour. Yeah, all she needs is like two rounds per line to, to have it completely down. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just really no, hilarious. No. Well, she's a yeah. professional well, person who does those we're things. We're both professionals. <laughs> well, I wasn't honestly. excluding his professionalism. Yeah. I'm just hey, saying. Hey, man. And no, don't but be you're, but no, honestly, she's a musician singer. A singer, yeah. singer among musicians, you know what I mean? No, and I actually saw this picture of her being a badass with a bass in her <laughs> I head. saw that picture. <laughs> That's such Greg, a great Greg Frederick's face. Wow, you were such a bass player. I know, I know. Actually, he's going to give me lessons. Yeah, Yeah, bass lessons. lessons, Uh So I'm going to be an actual badass bass player. Well, I think the bass is a badass instrument, man. So are you guys performing anywhere currently? We are. Where? Where's your schedule? We are going to be at South Stage Cellars. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I like that place. Saturday yeah. the 17th. Yeah. February 17th, Saturday, yep. what time? We will be there. Probably 6 to 8. Maybe we can yep. stretch it a little past 8. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Seems like it. Okay. And we have, you know, a whole list of songs that we're preparing for this gig. And we have a few more scheduled after that too and we're, you know, just getting 
getting more and more gigs ready for 2018. And it's just gonna be the two of you? Yeah, might, might put some other rhythm section behind it at yeah. some point in the future, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's nice and raw. Well, yeah, there's That's something, what I like about it. you know, intimate about two human voices and and little guitar, you know? Like it's, yeah. it's something you, you've encountered from music in the 60s and 70s, and it's, you know, you don't really get to hear it too often. You can see it all over YouTube already. I mean, people are doing covers of songs, you know, like current songs on the radio and, you know, famous songs just like, you know, this one. And the stuff that is really, really just hitting the top, you know, YouTube views are like this, you know, oh. they're, they're the really simplified acoustic versions of people just singing their own style of the song. That's the good music. I know. Oh, we're all just creatures of habit, you know, like we, yeah. uh, we, we listen to the same albums over and over again, like how many times have I listened to Dark Side of the Moon or how many times have I listened to, you know, like Super Unknown or just different records that matter to you. Yeah. But, but it's you know? pretty amazing though that there is though a, a signature collection of music amongst humans. Yes. Oh, totally. The and, most covered songs of all right. time. Right, and so even my son, and my daughter, mostly my son, he's listening to 70s rock. He has no yep. interest in anything that's being produced right now. Right. Well, it's funny because like, right. Shay and I played in cover bands and, and stuff at different times in our lives, so we can be like, hey, you know that song Serpentine Fire by yep. Earth, Wind & Fire, you know? <laughs> oh my God. And we can like we can like really reference like random yeah. CB Wonder cuts, Daz band, yeah. Gap band, just random oh, stuff. Jazz you know? band. And, you know, <laughs> we're we're, we're kind of young shit. for that, but because we have been playing with other bands, older people. Talents from all, all over the place. Right. You know, but we've we've had to acquire that repertoire. Sure. I think it's very valuable. Oh, it's super valuable. To dip into the time machine oh, and yeah. push it out that people immediately oh, yeah. have that familiarity with and yeah. they want to move to it. Yeah. So is that the only thing on your schedule right now? No, I mean, I have other mm. gigs, you know, you with the suspects. And, and, and sure. Pimp, you guys yeah. should pimp. <laughs> We're just... I mean, it's only my mom listening, yeah. but she might fly out here to go see you guys now. <laughs> yeah, we kind of slut around all over the place, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, man, band slut? No, that's kind of what everyone calls it, though. Especially because a lot of the bands are really, like, interchangeable members. They and are! It's, it's also, you know, isn't that good you know, though? Isn't that kind is of it good that all the bands are swingers basically? Well, <laughs> it's kind of incestuous a little it bit. Is isn't kind, it? It's totally incestuous. Well, yeah, yeah, it's funny how that works. Because, you know, politics, yeah. one of the bands she works with, uh, Rogue Suspects, uh, and, and also Left, we've done uh, combinations with my band, the Fred Drifters, called the Left Drifters, and just different. Left Specs. Left Specs. Is Left and Suspects, yeah. and then we have another one that's called Sus. Uh, plus specs, <laughs> plus specs, which is me and these three other uh, women who sing harmony with me oh. and with the rogue suspects, but it's all like '80s music. Actually, Brett is producing my band's uh, EP that's coming out in like two weeks. Sweet, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Brett Levick. Shout out to Brett Levick. Is it already completed or? It's all actually all already recorded. Uh, he's just in the mixing. Uh, we're trying to choose a mastering guy now. And so. this is for your current project that you're... Uh, the, the Fret Drifters. The Fret Drifters. Yeah. yeah. Say that three times. The, the Fret, fret Drifters. Drifter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had people ask, like, which one of you is Fred? Oh, God. Fred Drifter. Ah. I'm not kidding. Oh. It's like that, which one of you is Pink from Pink, Pink Floyd, you know? That's... <laughs> I've never heard that. You never heard that? No. Oh, my God. I've dated girls that thought there was a guy named Led Zeppelin. I'm yeah, not kidding. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Just, it happens. I heard that. Those are keepers. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. The really smart ones. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> let's talk about how you guys are crafting this whole moving forward together right. and, and how that looks. So, I really want to make this a young thing for young people to come out more in the community to live music because. You know, for young people, electronic music is so big yeah. right now. And that's great. It has its place. You know, there's festivals, all that stuff. But 
live music, there is nothing like live music. When my friends come out to hear live music, they get it. But they won't come out unless I'm there. They're not gonna go see a bunch of guys who could be their grandpas, you know? Like, right. it's just, you know, it's not appealing right. to them. So, yeah. you know, I think this is super, super awesome and cool because it's gonna open up the doors for the young crowd to really experience live music again. You know, it's not just like the venues kind of run in ages, you know, like the wineries see uh, kind of an older demographic sure. and, and the bar yeah. scene and, you know, breweries that, that host live music, things that go till midnight and stuff. Yeah. It's going to attract people that can stay up till midnight and yeah. right. people especially don't have like kids yet, people that, you know, can call in sick to their, to their day job or whatever, right. that kind of stuff. And our yeah. songs are all going to be, you know, with that more contemporary sound. And also, we're going to be doing some songs that are on the radio right now. What? Yeah. And we're, we're going to be doing... Cutting edge about it. Yeah. We're not going to be doing a lot of really old stuff. Perfect. Young people, they don't know that old stuff. So no. they're going to want to hear stuff that they know. Right. And that's stuff so that... But that's good, new stuff for them, too. It's new, but it's also... It's the only <clears throat> stuff that they know. Right. Right. It's funny. It's, it's new to us to perform, despite, you know, it's like the music that we listen to, we don't really get the chance to perform it very often. Right. You know, it's like now we have the possibility of, uh, like you said, simplified arrangements. You could call them reductions. Like we could do a reduction of electronic dance music yeah. down to guitar and two voices. Totally. But trying to scale up, you know, the sound of a full band and yeah, uh, serpentine fire. Like, like yeah, it's gonna <laughs> take a horn section to yeah. really nail it. You know what I mean? That or kind a of kazoo. Stuff. Or a kazoo. <laughs> I mean, I got yeah. one. Those. I'll totally back you guys up on kazoo. Yeah. Nice. No, but I, I like what you're doing, and I think yeah. you're becoming more accessible yes. to more people in the scaled-down thing, which is easy for you to move around. Right. And, and this is so in right now. Yeah, know? it's the other logistic of, like, you know, it's the music that's, that's if it's on the radio, it's going to drive hits to, the like, yeah. the internet and stuff. And, you know, and we want to do this kind of stuff more, too. Like, in the projects that we're already in, it's not as easy to network doing a podcast type show it's not right. as easy to mobilize as many people or to do you know you want to do you know recognizable covers or something that's well rehearsed or whatever and you're still doing the rogue suspects yes. right yes and is that schedule been announced for two oh, yeah. already yep it's online yep okay it's where on do you go calendar. It? so what is it rogue suspects rogue suspects.com okay or shaceline.com nice oh that's yeah. nice that's you that's me yeah what's your full name shaney the rest of the fullness of your name? <laughs> Shaney Celine Wells is my full name, but no. I go by Shay Celine. Where'd the Johnson come from? Johnson was my maiden name. Well, I know, but it's still your family. They didn't die when you right. got married. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. I know you as Shay Johnson. Yeah, I know. A okay. lot of people do. Right. Yeah. A lot of people know me as Shaney Johnson. Oh, Shaney Johnson. That's really how I did know yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're married now? Yes, I'm how married. Have you been married? About two years. A little over two years. How's that going? Great. Oh, that yeah. was a little too soon to say great. <laughs> Pretty unthought. <laughs> great. <Just> great. Great. <laughs> Are you in a relationship, Nick? No. How's that? That's all right. It's pretty good. Oh. <laughs> well. I'm not saying what you got is any better than what you got, as long as we're all happy. What do you got? I want to know what you got. I got okay. this. This is what I got. Me. What does your shirt got? say? My shirt says uh, dragon. That's all, what he all, got. He got a dragon. All that shit. I get a shirt. dragon shirt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I am a uh, year of the dragon. Oh. Ah, Are you vegan? No. No. With your vegan as fuck shirt. <laughs> In my most healthy state as a human being, I think was when I was vegan for a year and a half, and six months of that year and a half, I was raw. Wow, I started yeah. raw. 
because I just wanted to drop like a cinder block of weight mm -hmm. and just get my blood working properly and just optimize my body. Yeah. And you know what? I was thin and yeah. fucking ripped and running down dead Indian and Dude. just... Dude. I was all over that shit. I know. And now I know. I'm just a fucking sloth. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I, know I know the that feeling, I am. man. I know it's the, the feeling. It's the shoes, man. It's no, the, the shoes are the coolest thing on me right now. <laughs> These fucking click things. I got used to wearing slippers in Asia. Jesus. So you live in Medford? I'm from Medford, yeah. You have family there? Or are you uh, no, my family's on Los Angeles for the most part. Where in LA? Well, a lot of them are like in La Mirada and the Hawthorne area and just kind of thing. I'm, I'm from Norco and Anaheim, Orange County area. My mom and dad are back here now. My brother's They're in Southern there. Oregon? Mm-hmm. Okay. They live in Medford, too? Uh, Grants Pass. Okay. So you don't live with your parents, George Costanza? No, <laughs> no okay, thank good. goodness. Okay. Brothers and sisters? I, I have two brothers. One's in Los Angeles, one's uh, 14 and still here in Oregon. Are they music dudes? Actually, both are ridiculously talented. Huh. Um, yeah, super talented. One of them is uh, more focusing on violin and piano. The other one's doing saxophone piano. And uh, neither of them wanted to really go down the route of guitar as much as I did. But uh, yeah, both my parents play piano, guitar, and they sing. And uh, Well, did, did they do that with any kind of you know professional success or did they yeah, a little bit actually yeah my uh my mom and her sister were on an rca record label release like years and years and years ago like in the 70s and they opened for like jackson brown and cheech and chong really stuff like that yeah. Dude, as, really? as what kind of an act uh as like a singer songwriter showcase uh, sisters harmonizing kind of thing who, who are they i think i think it was under my aunt's name bonnie garrett but i don't even know if it i doubt that would even be retrievable online short run uh kind of vinyl thing your parents still married to each other? Nah. No, I don't think I've had anybody on the show whose parents are still married. That, the whole nuclear thing is a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. You have one younger brother that's living here in uh, mm -hmm. the Rogue Valley? Yeah, and, and one in California. He's okay. uh, he's 16. He's getting ready to um, apply for UCLA early. So he's living, awesome. living with family. Smart kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to keep up with those guys. Is music your full-time thing, or do you have to, like... Well, music's thankfully my full-time thing. Far yeah. out. That's really good. And I never say far out, and I don't think... No, it's far, it is far out, actually, because yeah. it's one of those ones where, like... Why not? I love it. You kind of, like, just piece it together. It. You know, like, music as a career, you know, it's sort of like you piece it together entrepreneurially from what you can do. You know, we both teach. She teaches voice. I teach piano. And oh, okay. And, uh, you know, we, we gig in our bands. We gig the duet. We gig in different sorts of arena you know, Wherever over and over again. Can. Right. Yeah. Case in point, we're doing this kind of a thing today, and it's, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons we're, we're working together is so that we can be this malleable to do things like this. Right. Mm -hmm. Have you presented yourselves to any of the venues in town here? Just Not us. in Ashland, yeah. but... Well, that's what I meant, in town here. Oh, okay. Not where Ashland. there's 2,000 <laughs> college students. <laughs> Although... People, these people go out every fucking week. But weekend. you know where they go? They go to Medford. <laughs> Where do they go? They go out. They go to like Howie's and they go to Grape Street and they well, go to... Well, what about the Brick Room? And brick Room is I like great. The brick room. I know, I love and, it. And I, I see Fortune's and, Folly at the Brick Room. Yeah. I gotta exactly, and I heard actually that was an awesome show. I've been there, I've seen them there like two times and they're ridiculously awesome. And even though it's a fucked up weird place, Oberon's yeah. is, is killing it with the music. <laughs> it can be I pretty think cool. it's run by pirates, isn't it? It's not even real. I see pirates. Yeah. I walk by and I don't even go in there. I just stand on the outside and I listen to the music because I feel like I don't have the proper identification. <laughs> something. I've been in there once. I don't think they're vegan there. They are not vegan. I think they're actually eating people in the back. It could be. It's gigantic like turkey legs so big. It right. It's, that cannot be. Could be orphan. Exactly. You like can't get in without a fur. But well, wouldn't you like to play in your hometown? 
Uh, yes, I would love that. I Are would you love living that. in town now? No, I live okay. in Talent. Okay. Yeah. How's that? It's great. I love Talent. It's very appropriate based yes. on you as I a know, talented right? person. Talent. Yeah. Talent, yeah. Talent, yeah. Well, I know a lot of uh, locals here have moved just for the value proposition yes. because it's shit expensive here right, now. Right. I love Ashland mostly for visiting and I love performing in Ashland, but right. uh, living in Ashland is is um, it's kind of hectic sometimes. It's very busy here, especially in the summer, and it is very expensive. I lived um, in Talent when I went to SOU. I love Talent, and I think Talent is, I mean, every year it is growing, and it's just developing more and more. Cool. I have been sober for over two months, so no alcohol. Oh, that's right. Yeah, at our gig, and, you didn't have any alcohol. Right, the right. last gig we did. So I, I, I that's appreciate. That's a big deal for you, by the way. I know, right? No, no, no. Like, like a really big deal. <laughs> no, no. I don't. I'm not saying. He makes you sound like. I mean, I know this is like a life was... changer for you, which it is. Coming back so, from the edge. Not yeah. Edge. yeah. <laughs> I fell off the wagon. No. Uh -huh. <laughs> so. How do you feel? I feel so amazing. Did you lose some weight instantly? I you yeah. Know how fucking I mean, caloric alcohol is right. I know, and acidic. I, I mean, you look feel amazing. And your nails are super scary. Thanks. I work in a nail salon. So yeah, well, you're absolutely scaring the shit out of me with the. <laughs> <laughs> they look like you could rip Little up gold some skin. Self-defense claws. They yeah. are total <laughs> self-defense claws. I just saw Mandy Valencia on Facebook today. She had the oh, same yeah. deadly design that oh, you have yeah. going on there. It's, this is the thing. What See, is the thing? if you were our age, you <laughs> would know about this. I was this. your age. I, but you're not right now. No, that's true. See, and that's what we have. I am the age have. of you together. That's what we have. We have that connection <laughs> with the young people. At like, the nails. I know what nails. Nail level? That's yeah. fucking bullshit. <laughs> Music level? Really? They're looking at your nails while you're doing that? Dude. Okay. And mine. No. All right. Dude. How old are you now? 29. Yeah, you're almost fucking 30, young person. I know, you know? I'm turning three to zero <laughs> next year. Come on, though. And I teach voice lessons to a lot of kids. Yeah. Here locally? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. One of them is a piano student of mine, and she is able to play piano and sing at the same time. Almost. Wow, you guys yep. are molding someone together? I know, it's yeah. Amazing. It's so beautiful when they are on America's Got Talent. I know. You go, that's my kid right there. <laughs> that's our kid. No, right. Yeah, seriously, it's our child. <laughs> right. Exactly. Billy Jean. You don't have any. Yeah, Billy Jean the child. Yeah. You don't have any of those, do you? No, I don't have any kids. Yeah. Is that on the thing? The... It is on the thing. It's on the thing. It's on the thing. Is yeah. there is there like a target uh, year? No. Does he give a shit about any of that? Sure. Okay. You've been married two years. Yeah. What's his name? Nolan. Nolan. I yes. met him. You before. did. Yeah. And you? Are you a drinking man? <laughs> no, I don't like alcohol very much. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, occasionally. I, I had a bottle of wine the other night. Nice. Yeah, I never drink, but I, I asked someone to bring it over here, and I drank most of it. Yeah. I like good alcohol. It was freaking delicious, yeah. man. Yeah. And I felt fine the next day. I didn't have to recover. Good. Well, that's what happens when you only do it every once in a while. Right. I always then... get up at noon, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I pretty much just drink at gigs. I think that's that's it for me, is I, I drink a lot yeah. of gigs. I like whiskey at gigs. I like scotch. I like beer at gigs. I'm a tequila yeah. girl. You're a who? Tequila. I see how See, that that's a dangerous alcohol mm. because you can keep going with tequila. I know. And like forever, yeah. Until you pull your face out of a puddle under the fucking ground, yeah. And then you can go to sleep, cool, normally, and then maybe the next day you might actually even be okay. <laughs> so, are you a weed guy? Uh, this is the weed state, man. Dude, <laughs> you would be surprised the intelligence factor and all that, and yeah. age of people that are 
consuming mass quantities of ganja. It is very true. It's just well, like anything Carl Sagan else, was though. a big advocate. So. Was he? Absolutely. I did not know that. Carl Sagan was an enormous advocate of it, and uh, well, is he was he an advocate or was he also constant user throughout okay. all of his academic and writing career? The pharmaceutical companies are I know. shitting their pants. Mm. Well, it's, it's a little more in, in that kind of thing too, because what was it? Uh, James Watson co-discovered DNA while he was on acid. And uh, the other guy, Francis Crick, he was on a sleep deprivation schedule that he built for himself. So, you know, there's, you know, the guy that basically realized that we had a double helix that represents our genetic code and everything. Uh, he was on acid when he conceived of that notion and then went to the lab and tested it. And Ashland is where they decoded the human genome in 1997. So Is that right? How come you're so goddamn smart? <laughs> I went to SOU right over there. Ah, <laughs> another product of Ashland Intelligence. That's awesome. No, there's faculty there that worked on the Human Genome Project then, though. Well, I know this is a very special place, and it incubates some pretty amazing people. Interesting concepts out of, out of this place, too. Yeah. Yeah. What time do you have to leave? I'm going to get ready to split in a minute, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nick, it's been a pleasure. It's been super awesome. Thanks Yay. for the song. It really was brilliant. And I'm hoping that you can come back and do a, a solo chat with me whenever yeah, you have absolutely. some time. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys actually out doing yeah. this. Bye, Nick. Hey, everybody, Mark Ahrensberg here. Welcome to Citizen 44. This is show number 30. Uh, we got a music heavy show today. Super fun. Love the music shows. Uh, my guest today is Shay Celine. Shay is a native of Ashland, Oregon. Uh, very talented singer, songwriter, musician. Uh, she's the front person for uh, the band Rogue Suspects, a very popular band here in Southern Oregon. And um, adorable Shay, who I've known for many, many years uh, before she uh, hit the big stage is going to come in here with uh, Nick Garrett Powell. And uh, they're going to chat about some uh, new projects they're working on together. And they're going to do a little live performance for us, which is really cool. Nick is with a band called the Fret Drifters. And uh, you know, his partner, Andy Cassad, uh play incredible acoustic technical guitar, which I just heard that term for the first time uh, while recording this show. And uh, he's a monster talent as well, an incredible musician, a fantastic singer-songwriter. And uh, these two, Shay and Nick, are getting together to make something new. And they're sort of launching a little bit of that right here on the Citizen 44 podcast. So that's really cool. The first two songs that you heard as the intro to the show, well, first was Shay, of course. Uh, that's a song called Lights off of this uh, album, Can You Feel the Music? heavy electronic feel produced by four-time Grammy winner Narada Michael Walden. And then the second song you heard was called Me and the Devil Blues from the Fret Drifters album. And uh, so we're doing that. These guys are here. Super fun show. Two segments. First segment with Shay and Nick and then uh, a straight up one-on-one -on -one with my uh, vegan as fuck friend Shay Celine. So there you go. All is good. Kids are good. Sam's been having some wrestling challenges. I think his last four bouts, uh, he has been beaten by uh, 
boy's about his size, maybe a little smaller, so Sam is learning what it takes to lose gracefully and to learn and take things from his wrestling experiences. I haven't talked to Zoe for a couple days. I think she's okay. Uh, the parents are so-so. I think my dad's sick again. My mom's sick again. You know, I, it's just a repetitive cycle, it seems, out there in uh, Encino, California with uh, crappy uh, health. But, you know, they're almost 80 years old, and uh, whatever's going to be is going to be. I'm grateful my health is pretty good, and, uh, and knock wood, it stays that way. Uh, I, I'm super blessed, I have to tell you. You know, I, I came back to Ashland. I really didn't have a place to live. I stayed in a hostel for a couple days, and then I got an email from uh, the woman that uh, runs the show over here where I live now, uh, Gabby, a very mysterious woman who is uh, my new sponsor, actually. Her store downstairs, uh, Paris Green, over here at 77 Oak Street, uh, is a very eclectic, cute French-feeling uh, retail store. Gabby scours the earth looking for eclectic and uh, cool stuff to put in this little French store. And uh, I invite you to come over to Oak Street if you're downtown in Ashland and check it out. Hats and scarves and uh, household items and cards and all kinds of really cool uh, items that uh, she picks up uh, in and around Europe when she goes looking for fun, cool stuff for her store uh, to bring to her customers. I'm gonna be spending a couple days a week in the store actually working so I can immerse myself in the Paris Green experience. Anyway, so that's what's happening around here. So uh, let's get on with the show. Hey, Shay. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you, Mark? I am very well. Good. So we were just talking about the fact that we haven't seen each other for a while. Right. What are you doing these days? I know you're you're doing something with Nick. Yes. And the Rogue Suspects are, that's a constant project, right? Constant How project. How long you been with yeah. those guys? Oh, since I was 21, so that's almost nine years. Wow. Yeah. And it's all the same members of the band, isn't it? For the most part. And we actually have a trio that's just the three of us, and we do... And who are uh, those people? That's Greg Frederick on bass yeah. and Dirk Price on guitar. Oh, well, yeah, I know those guys. Yeah. Hasn't Dave's your drummer, right? David Bolin, yes, he is our drummer. Um, sometimes we have other drummers uh, sit in with us when he's not available because he plays with other bands, right. too. Have so. you ever had Matt Kremelman play We with do, you yeah. We actually uh, were supposed to have him last night at our show. What happened? Well, uh, he, he had, like, an emergency and couldn't be there on time, so then we had... Michael St. John stepped oh, in. MJ. And it was his birthday yesterday. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so we had like two drummers wow. by the end of the night. It was awesome. It Where'd was you guys really play? Cool. At uh, Grape Street oh, in yeah, Medford. Yeah. I dropped someone off there in the taxi once. I'd never heard oh, of it. Yeah, it's an awesome it's a cool place. Little club. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, they have a nice big stage. They have lighting, disco ball, nice big dance floor, good huh. menu. So you're not from around here, are you? Yes, I am. You are? Yes, I am. Did you go to Ashland High School? I did. You're an Ashland person? I am. Like babies? Did you not know this? I don't think so. <laughs> born and raised Ashland. Okay. Yeah. What year were you born? Uh, 88. And do you have brothers and sisters? I do. I have two brothers and two sisters. Are they all here in town? Uh, everyone except for my oldest sister. She lives in Portland. Okay. So, are you the middle child? I am tied for the youngest. I'm a twin, actually. You're a twin? Yes. With another person, boy or girl? Boy. 
You're a twin with a boy. Yes. I've never met your twin brother. Tori? No. Really? I don't think so. Huh. I would recognize someone who looks like you. Well, we don't really... You're not identical. Uh, no, he's really tall. Long, curly hair. Is that when he grows it out. twins? Fraternal? Yes, fraternal. Is that what that is? Yes. And he's here? Yes, he is. What does he do? He does a lot of landscaping like my dad does. But he also has been working at wineries, because that's huge around here now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Between weed and wine. Weed and wine. And we that are, is another thing we are in so its own. covered. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> and what are the rest of your siblings doing? Uh, well, my oldest brother, uh, Kobe, he lives on Oak Street. Right oh, down. Oak Street. Uh, I know. Right? Where is he? <laughs> He's like all the way down at the bottom. Okay, by the dance studio down uh, there? Yeah, okay. yeah. And um, he has a bunch of kids now. Okay. So I have a bunch of little nieces and nephews. Some of them aren't that little anymore. Um, the oldest one is in the Marines now. And then uh, I have another sister who lives in Medford. Married, has two kids. So when did your parents come here? Uh, my parents came here after they had my oldest brother. From? Palos Verdes. Oh, Palos Verdes Peninsula. Yeah. Southern California. Yeah. I know the area. Yeah. Okay. So. And what did your dad do when you guys were growing up? So my dad has always been a landscaper. Always? Yeah, basically. As, and as long teach, as you can remember. Teaching guitar. Yep, yep. He didn't perform or... Not so much until recently. And he has been doing some shows just very recently uh, performing his own pieces. Oh, how old is your dad? He is... I want to say... That'd be at least my age. Something. 61, something, 62 maybe. Okay. Yeah. So he landscaped. What did your mom do? Was she just raising the kids? No, my mom was, was uh, studying music when I was a baby. Okay. So that's kind of how I started. She was going to school with me in the back seat, in the car seat, and she would come from a voice lesson and be doing her warm-ups, you know, and then she'd hear this little voice in the background go, Wow. Before I even was talking. She was training you. She, you were getting the benefit of her education yeah. passively. Yep. Was she a professional performer? Yes, yeah. She performs in groups right now. Rogue Valley Chorale, I believe. And then she has this medieval group that she performs in, which is all medieval music. And she also is conducting the high school musical Hair, which is coming oh, up. Oh, cool. Yeah. She does lots of What's projects. What's your mom's name? Holly. Holly Foster. Holly Foster. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a professional entertainer's name. Yeah. She's, yeah. A, she's amazing. I'm surprised I've never met your mother either. Yeah. I know. You You know, you, you may have because we've been here for That's a long true. time. I may so. have and not known it. Yeah. 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 So are your parents still together? No. Of course not. That's no. ridiculous. <laughs> How long have they been together? Uh, I want to say three years. Oh, so not yeah, that long. Yeah, just recently. Huh. Yeah. Do they yeah. still talk to each other? Is it friendly? Oh, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, pretty pretty friendly for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Are they happier independently? Yes, I would say so. Yeah, that's always the best result. Yeah. I mean, that's why I yeah. did it, you know. Yeah. We're, I think, happier people. Yeah. Because we're too emotionally immature to be together from the beginning. Why did we even do that? It's fucking stupid. I, what were we thinking? I don't. We weren't thinking. That's, <laughs> there was no thinking involved. Right. No one said, you might want to think about that. Yeah, right. You're only or 19. maybe they did and you just didn't hear it. That might be more likely. I don't recall anybody trying to stop me, though. Oh. But if they did, I wouldn't have the two amazing children that I have right. now. Tell me about being a youngster growing up in Ashland, Oregon. What was well, that like? It was fun. You know, the young people, we we really don't realize it until we move somewhere else. Right. You know, like when I went to San Francisco for college, I lived there and I loved it. I mean, San Francisco is amazing too, yeah. in its own way. I really started to realize what Ashland is. 
you know, what it does. Well, you needed to contrast does. to yeah. understand where, where you were. Yeah. Yeah. So. so tell me, what, what was special about this place? Well, it really shaped me and, you know, just the way I think about things and the way I think about people and, and communicate with people. Because there are so many different kinds of people here. You know, in other places, that's not the case. Right. You know, so a lot of people don't have a lot of different opinions around them and, and right. ideas and art, music, and all of that. So, you know, I was actually super lucky to grow up with all of that opportunity and all of that around me, whether right. I wanted to be a part of that or not. And what elementary school did you go to? Uh, Walker. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. My kids went to Walker. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was like. I was in the, the downstairs day. program. Oh, I know the downstairs program. <laughs> yeah. Why, you were drinking then too? <laughs> what was the downstairs program? So um, it was just kind of an alternative program, I would say. There was a lot of other... Um, More behavioral management? Yeah, behavioral management okay. and, you know, basic skills, I would say. Like, do you know how to plant a tree, you know, kind of thing? Or do you know how to be polite at a table, you know, or You mean you know, the things, things like that. that every child should be aware of? <laughs> yes. And not have a special school <laughs> right. to attend to right. do that? Yeah, so. Well, why was this a separate thing down there? Was it called the downstairs school? Mm, I, I don't know if that was the official name okay. or if that was just what my parents called it. Okay. What qualified you to be in this special circumstance? I think the teachers. So I think my parents actually put me down there because they knew the teachers who, okay. who taught. So they were doing something a little bit different than what was going different. on upstairs? A little bit. Just a little bit. Well, they have that at the high school too, you know. They have a separate program. It's like the outdoor program or whatever. I heard about that. Yeah, and oh. my brother was a part of that, and it was the best thing that ever happened. You know, what's interesting is I've run into a couple young ladies who are in, there's two different programs that are separate from the mainstream program. Yeah. As if though they're for problem or trouble kids. But the, the fact of the matter no, is whatever yeah. it is they're doing right. is better than what they're doing it, in the regular school. Exactly. So I don't even understand the philosophy behind any of this other I know. than why are we all doing it right for I everybody know. with this other thing? I know. Why are you calling that alternative when that should be the mainstream? Because, so for instance, I wanted to be a part of that program with yeah. my brother. I wanted to do that, but there were no music classes. There was no choir. Mm. There was no dance. So, I mean, they had their own things. I think they had some guitar stuff or, or you know, flute or maybe uh, some other things, but they didn't have the actual choirs you know right. I was a part of the choir program I was part of the dance team and I would not be able to be a part of those anymore if right. I went into this other program right so and those were the things that mattered the most to sure. me so I stayed in the in the regular and were you dealio. taking voice lessons as a child yes private lessons yes okay who was your coach Cynthia Fisher she's still around no she died right before I went to college oh. I believe yeah but she was a, a, a local here? Yeah. Okay. And then did you go to Ashland Middle School, of course? Then? Yes, yeah. How was that? Oh, worst time of my life. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the worst time in everybody's life. Yeah, middle school sucks. Yeah. I mean, not the middle school. I don't know that I want to say the middle school no, no, sucks or anything like that. But people's lives yeah. is very challenging. Yeah. We need to be with family more during yes. that time. Yes. Yeah. So you, you struggle a little bit through middle school. Oh, yeah. How did you, you deal with it? <laughs> you know, I... I just kind of realized who my friends were and who you know weren't my friends right you know because that's the hardest part is and I, I don't know if it's maybe a, just a society thing and that's a very vulnerable stage of life you want to fit in and society says okay 
you have to do this and this and this and this and this to fit in, right? You have to have cool clothes. You have to have a cool car. You have to have... Competition. Yeah. You have to be pretty. You yeah. have to be skinny. You yeah. have to be blah, 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 whatever right. that is. And if you aren't those things, then it's devastating well, you're excluded. as a child. Yeah. How's your relationship with your, your mom and your dad through middle school? Oh, it was great. It was good. Um, you know, I had no idea back then that they were even thinking about getting divorced. You know, um, they did a pretty good job of Holding making things look like rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine what it would have done to me at that point in my life. Right. You make it through middle school. Yeah. And you survive. I survived. And now you're going to go into high school. Right. With a whole new set of challenges. Yes. And how'd you do? It was great. How are actually. you as a student? I was good. Yeah. I was good. I was not a 4.0, yeah. not a valedictorian like my sister or my brother, but yeah. but I was a good student and I worked hard and I had a lot of extracurricular activities. Like? Like dancing and mm. singing and violin. So, you know, I had a lot of stuff going on. And you were good with all that. I was. Having things to do. Yeah. And your parents supported you in all your extracurricular activities. They sure did. Cool. How was high school socially for you? It was really good, actually. Coming from middle school where I thought I was, like, the only person who, you know, thought the way that I did and lived the way that I did and, um, going to high school, there's just so many more people and they're all coming from different schools, I immediately found people that I could connect with. And so you started making real friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And did you integrate more into the community that way? At, I did. At that point? Yeah. And were you performing at school? I was. Yeah. In, in what capacity? Well, I was in all the musicals. Oh, of course you were. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I would perform, you know, just with my dad sometimes. And... Me musically? Yeah. At school? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Did yeah. you sing and he played guitar? Yeah. Oh, did you guys do duet thingies? We did, yeah. Oh, that's very cute. Mm-hmm. Do you still do that? Not so much anymore. We're they both... don't get together during the holidays and, you know, with um, instrument? You know, I went and saw his show the other day at La Baguette. Yeah, how was it? In Ashland. It was great. He had a bunch of his originals, and he had another singer there singing them, So, and she was fantastic. Ah. Yeah. That's cool. He's having yeah. kind of a revival. Yeah. Did you stay home after high school? No, I moved to San Francisco. Okay, Did you uh, go to with San my Francisco State? boyfriend at the time. No, I went to the Conservatory of Music. Oh, the San Francisco Conservatory oh. of Music. Yes, and I studied singing. So out of opera. high school, you were you moved in with your boyfriend? Yes. How'd that go over? Uh, it was great How'd until we broke over? up. <laughs> How long did that take? Um, about a year and a half to two years, yeah. And how long were you in San Francisco? About that long. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you came home after that? Yes. So did he kind of get you through school there? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny because as you grow, you know, going from elementary school, you have your family, right? And then you go into middle school and then you think you have friends and you, you don't have friends. And then you go to high school and then you think you have friends, you know, your group of friends. And then you go to college and it's like every stage of life, there's more people in the world. Well, you're getting exposed to more and more. Right. It's kind of a gradual exposure. It is. is what it is, yeah. It is. And, you know, uh, at that time in college, you know, uh, my boyfriend at the time, like, I thought, you know, he was the one. But, you know, we were high school sweethearts. We were children. Yeah, we were children. <laughs> yeah. And then when we, we both kind of had a culture shock. 
when we went to San Francisco together. Right. You know, so the real world. And we started, you know, meeting other people and seeing, you know, that there's, there's just a lot more out there, and, you know, it just we kind of fell apart. But it was meant to happen that way. Of course. Yeah. No, it's good. So, it got you there. Yeah. And you got through that. Yes. And then you came home and started doing your own thing. Yes. And you know what? Heartbreak is so important. Of course it is. You wouldn't have a fucking so song important. in your I know. Exactly. So thank right. you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So after you came back, what did you do? So I thought I was just going to come back for like a little while and then maybe move back to San Francisco. But I got into the musical, the first musical in the Shakespeare Festival that they oh, did. Oh, what was it? Music Man. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. And I was hired as actually a understudy for all the teen dancers in mm -hmm. the show. So I wasn't actually hired on as a part until one of the girls sprained her ankle. Wow, what is this? During a TV the run, show? right? It, and then yeah. that was my chance. Wow. And of course, I was such a good study, you know, from all my professional work at the conservatory and, and everything that I knew all the parts and I jumped right in. And then I, I did a good solid two, three months of performing. You were part of Shakespeare. I was, wow. yeah, it's on my resume. So then I did a bunch of shows at the Cabaret Theater. I saw you, at the cabaret. you sure did. Yeah. Yes. What was that show? Well, I did Marvelous Wonderettes. I did That's Winter it. Wonderettes. And then I did What a Glorious Feeling, kind of about the making of the movie Singing in the Rain. Oh. Which was really fun. I learned how to tap dance. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then I met the Rogue Suspects. What year was that? That was when I turned 21. Okay, where did you meet them? I met them at what is Brick Room now. Right. Used to be Alex's. Yeah. I was out with my girlfriends dancing, and I had no idea who the Rogue Suspects were. I just heard music, and I said, oh my gosh, let's go up there. Let's go dance, and let's go take shots of tequila. So we went up there, and I went and got a shot right away, and then I was feeling kind of buzzed, and then they stopped playing, and they called out to the audience, and they said, because they didn't have a singer, they said, does anybody want to come up and sing? And I raised my hand right away because I had all that tequila. And sure. you know, I was like, sure, why not? I studied music. I can do this. And they looked at me. I remember the way they, <laughs> their faces looked. They were like, um, I don't we know. Don't I don't so. know if that's a good idea. <laughs> You know, this little, hot, little, young, 21-year-old Shay, the shot of tequila in her right. hand. So, I go up there, and they're like, what do you know? Jeez, I know all these opera songs. Like, uh, what do I know? What, what could I sing? And I remember thinking back to the days in my mom's car when she would take me to school and she would play Aretha Franklin. And we would sing together. That's it. That's what I'll sing. So I'm like, do you know any Aretha Franklin? Yeah, we sure do. We can play Chain of Fools. And they started playing it, and I started singing it, and immediately after that song, they asked me to keep singing with them from then on. So you just killed <laughs> on your first introductory experience I, with them. I guess I did, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was eight years ago. Yes. And you've been steady with them the whole oh, yeah. time. Yep. And nobody else. Right. It's you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know. I know. And actually, Greg and Dirk told me that they they were kind of ready to end the band. All of a sudden, they were like, no, 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 this is Shine awesome. Star. Let's That's, do this. Yeah. yeah. You, well, you kickstart their career again right. for them. Yeah. So That's very cool. Yeah, it was a win-win. How many shows do you guys do a year now? Oh, 
at least 150 shows, I would wow. say. Wow. Yeah. So you're still killing it. Yeah. And do you play at the same places, or do you have new places? We to have play new now? places all the time. Because there's new wineries, yeah. and there's new things popping yeah. up around yeah. Rogue Valley. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Super cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay. Yeah. Are you still doing stuff at the cabaret? No, I haven't done that for a few years. I I did audition last year, I think it was, and I got into the shows, but I work a full time job. What's your full-time job? I work at Sun Palace in Medford, which is a nail salon and tanning salon. Oh, is that why your nails look like that? Right. Did you do them yourself or one of the other girls? I actually did do you them did myself. Them yourself? Yeah. I've never really done anybody else's nails. I, I just... So what do you do there? Do, I manage the entire salon. Oh, you manage? Yeah. I hire. I fire. Oh, really? I schedule. I set up meetings. Yeah. Huh. All that. So you don't have to get your hands dirty. Uh, yeah. Unless you do your own nails. Right. Okay. How long have <laughs> you been there? About four years. Oh. Yeah. And you're married. I am married. And when did you get married? 19 what? <laughs> 2000 what? A little over two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Nolan is his name. Nolan. Yeah, yeah. What do you do for fun? <laughs> Honestly, my job is fun. That's what I do. That's yeah. honestly why I don't sing full time. That's why I have not made it my full-time job, because I want that to still be my fun thing. I don't want it to become all work. And I could see how that could easily happen. But didn't you want that? Didn't you want to be Marilyn Monroe? Wasn't that you know, I your did. dream at a point? Oh, I sure did. Seriously. I sure did, yeah. yeah. And not that long ago, by the way. Yeah, no. Uh, it's been a few years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I oh. remember specifically that you, yeah. wanted, you had some aspirations yes. of some pretty big stardom. Yes, I did. Yeah. And things have changed. Clearly. Yeah. What was the thing that changed your mind about all that? So I went down to San Rafael, and I recorded an album with Narda Michael Walden. And yes, it was amazing. It was an incredible experience. So Narda, he um, has four Grammys, and he... He's a producer. He's a producer. Who do you get Grammys for? Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin back in the day, Stevie wow. Wonder. How'd you find each other? <laughs> Dude. I was playing a show with the Rogue Suspects in Jacksonville, and we got done with our show. And Greg, the bass player, was like, hey, do you want to get a nightcap? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And so we walk over to Bella Union, and I believe it was Robbie DaCosta who was playing there. And Greg and I go up to the bar, we get a drink, and Robbie's like, oh, look who it is, it's Shane Greg from the Rogue Suspects, you know. And then he's like, hey, come on up here and sing a song with me. And I go up there and I sing a couple songs, and I kind of notice this lady sitting in the front. And she's, she's just kind of sitting back looking at me and kind of smiling a little bit. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder who that is. And after I get done and I go back to the bar, she comes up to me. She's just a regular looking person, you know, like she doesn't look famous. She doesn't look, you know, like super rich or whatever. Right. Just a normal person. Yeah. And she says, hi, uh, you know, here's my name. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And she says, I have a producer that you need to meet. And first off, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've heard this. I've heard yeah, this a lot. So what do they live here in Ashland or what? You know, what's the deal? And she's like, no, 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 I'm serious. Here's my card. I'm going to email you his information. Here's his name. She writes down his name. And she's like, when you get home, look him up on the yeah. internet. And I'm like, oh, dude, look him up on the internet. That sounds pretty promising. I'm like, okay, cool, thank you. So I go home. I'm super tired. It's probably like 1 o'clock in the morning or something. And I type in his name. And then I'm like, wow. 
what the? Like, who, are you serious? Like this guy? Who toured with Jeff Beck? Like who is an, like, famous drummer? Who has four Grammys? Who recorded Whitney Houston? Who was like my all-time idol ever. I'm like, oh my God. Then I started getting nervous. And the next day, I called him up because she gave me his information. And I had about an hour-long talk with him, I want to say, on the phone. Yeah. And he was super interested because she had, she had researched me. Mm. She had actually seen me before Previously. that night. Oh. Yeah. And so she sent him some videos that I had on YouTube of me singing, and he loved them. And he said, yeah, I want to meet this girl, and I want to record her. And so when I talked to him on the phone, we set up some dates to record. And he said, in the meantime, you know, we're going to write the music for your album. And I'm like, do you want me to just record it on my phone and send it to you? He's like, that's great. That's perfect. So that's what ended up happening during that time. Before our first recording session, I wrote probably half of the album in my car, like just sitting in my driveway in my car with the phone on the dash singing lyrics, singing and, lyrics and ideas and yeah. like going okay and then I'm gonna do this da 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 and then I'm gonna go up here and I'm gonna do this and then this is gonna feel like this and then he would go to his studio and he would lay down backtrack and then he'd send them to me and then I would sing over the backtrack and then we'd be putting it all together I think I only went up there two or three times over the entire three-year process of wow. recording the album and laid down all the tracks within like five days. Wow. Yeah. But to get back to what we were talking about, yeah. stardom, that whole experience taught me a lot because I realized that, you know, making music, it is the same whether you do it here or in San Francisco right. or in New York or in somebody's living room. It's the same. It is all just pure emotion and joy or sadness or whatever yeah. it is you know it's it is what you make it at that moment and and I have auditioned for you know all of those TV shows which I honestly am not a fan of American Idol or America's Got Talent right. or uh, any of those I've never even seen one I tried I tried so hard to like you? them and but you were never accepted by any of them. No, and honestly, I've never seen anybody get accepted. Well, somebody's accepting somebody. I know, and I They're hear of people getting accepted, but yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen it happen. And every time, you know, because I've auditioned for each one of them twice, and every time they love the performance, and they say, wow, that was amazing. Unfortunately, we can't take anyone else. I don't even know what that means. Well, that's why they say it, because it's so jarring and unreasonable uh, yeah. and makes no sense. Exactly. They banked on that. Yeah, so honestly, I'm not a fan of right. those programs. And that's I why you didn't I, get accepted. I, I know, because didn't I, didn't really be really, anyway. I didn't really want to do it. Not. Honestly, yeah. that is why, yeah. Who told you to do, like, try? Well, everyone. Okay. So... You did produce a, a beautiful album, I did. and yeah. uh, and I'm sure it's very marketable. Yeah. And and he maybe wanted to do something with it when you were done. Yes. So basically, it's it's a lot of dance music. So it has a lot of electronic feel to it. Yeah. Um, because that is, you know, what's in today. Yeah. That's that's the hot shit. Yeah. So, kind of our plan was to get it into the music festivals. Uh huh. But honestly, that's really 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 hard, and the only way to do that is one with a ton of money 
or two with the right connections. Yeah, right. And I just didn't really have either of those things. What about the whole YouTube scene? Honestly, that is what I'm hoping to be able to do with Nick yeah. after we've kind of developed our thing that we yeah. have going on and people start loving what we're doing. Yeah. We're going to start writing and, you know, making originals and then putting them on YouTube and hopefully people will catch on to that and like it. Yeah. So Nolan also does a lot of photography and videography and has equipment and right. so I have a lot of stuff up online already of me right. and the Rogue Suspect. So we will definitely be live streaming the Nick and Shay show. You said you're 29? Yes, I am. 30 is going to be big for you. Yeah, I know. I was saying to my friend today, all my decades were significant. Yeah. I don't know what 10 was, maybe finding my dick or something. <laughs> 20 was definitely getting married. Yeah. 30 was going to graphic design school. Wow. 40 was... Moving to Ashland. Wow. 50 was starting to read books again. Nice. And I don't know yet. <laughs> and, then we're, and then we'll, well see. Well, we'll see if I'm still here. Yeah. At 60, <laughs> you're obviously blossoming yeah. into a beautiful young woman who is maintaining her look, which is killer. Thank you. And your voice is getting better and better. Yeah. Right? It does with and, age. Yeah. Yes, it does. And so you're actually becoming more presentable to the world. I know. And yeah. as you get seasoned yeah. into uh, this whole thing. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So your shirt says... Vegan as fuck. Vegan as fuck. Yeah. So what do you eat for breakfast? I eat a green smoothie. Actually, I start with lemon water. I always start with lemon uh, water because it alkalizes your yeah. system. Okay, and I take some vitamins because you know vegans are deficient in B12. It's just uh, a thing. Okay. Yeah, because we just don't get that through our produce anymore. You know, we used to not wash our vegetables when we ate them, and we would get some minerals out of the soil. Out of, but now. Everything's washed, and we don't get that anymore. Oh, That's where the B12 comes from. We need the from. dirt back. Right. Okay. And our soils are becoming kind of deficient. Yeah. yeah. So everything's changing, and we just need those vitamins. Yeah. And, you know, B12, there's a lot of B12 in red meat. Right. Most people get their B12 that way. Vegans, we have to take our B12 right. supplement. I never did. Form. I never thought yeah. that I was deficient Well, in if you eat a lot of vegetables, which I do, yeah. then... You know, you're going to be fine. You're okay. not going to die okay. or get sick. Well, what else can you get that from? B12. Yeah. Uh, it's a nutritional yeast. If oh, you know. I used to use that. Yeah. So, yeah. I love nutritional yeast. Yeah. Um, it's in molasses, I think. Okay. All right. So what do you eat for lunch? Glowing green smoothie. Glowing green. What's in it? So it has some kind of greens, a lot of greens. Kale, heavy kale. I love kale. Love kale. But you can't eat the same greens every day, okay? So you have to change Why? it up. Because, just like anything, just like shampoo. You huh. want to change up your shampoo you every day. You change your shampoo every day? Yes, of day? course you do. Every girl knows this. I did not know any <laughs> such thing. Wow. You change it up. Because Is that why there's so much shit in the shower? Your body gets used to uh, one kind. So it doesn't respond right. anymore. Right. As I effectively. Okay. Right. So you have to change it up every now and then. So okay. the best way to do it is to change up your greens every day okay. if you can. So what I do when I go to the grocery store is I buy one of each kind. Okay. And then on Monday, I'll have this kind. On Tuesday, I'll have this. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So tell Sunday. me the five kinds that you would buy. Or okay. Seven, so whatever. dandelion greens okay. is usually Monday. And then I have rainbow chard oh, on Tuesdays. Chard. And then I have kale on Wednesdays. And then I have 
collards on Thursdays. Oh. Uh, Fridays, I might have, you know, something like mustard greens or something like that. But often, honestly, I'm not going to use a whole thing of greens for right. one smoothie. So I, I will break it up and I'll use, you know, I'll go back to kale on, on Saturday. Are there any spinach in there? Spinach. I put spinach in my smoothie every day, actually. Oh, see? Ah. I do. I, just a little bit. And then I do, like, microgreens, and I do a little bit of romaine. Okay. Yeah. And then fruit. You have to have fruit. Yeah. Right? What you so playing? I put lemon, lime, orange, pear, banana, uh, ginger. Uh, ginger, banana, yeah. and apple with greens mm, is pretty it's brilliant delicious. every time. It's delicious. Yeah. And then there's a couple other things that I put in there. Bee pollen. Spirulina. Oh, spirulina. Uh-huh. And then I do uh, chia seeds and black seeds. What's the fat principle that goes in there that binds everything? Well, it, that would be the seeds, the fat and the seeds. Oh, okay. I, I use enough? water. Do you use coconut water at all? No, I used to. You could it's use that. It's got a that. sweet factor to it. It is sweet. I'm not a very sweet person. Oh, yes, you are. Mm, but well, maybe on the outside. No, but. I understand. <laughs> well, see, I love sweet, so. I actually am way more of a savory person. Oh, okay. So I would prefer a sour smoothie to a sweet okay. smoothie. So I started doing this with Nolan in the mornings years ago when we got our Vitamix, which right. is so important. Of course. It was pretty small, so a small cup because that's all I could handle. Right. Yeah, you it's know, intense. It's intense. Yeah. And all Eating those well greens. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But over the years, I've developed a super taste for it. And right. now I have like 32 ounces every single day. Yeah. Do you even eat lunch? No, that is my lunch. Yeah. And then I might have an apple as a snack before yeah. dinner. What, what do you I eat for eat? dinner? So, dinner. Do you cook? I do. Oh, I love cooking. Lucky. I do Does not do? bake. Oh, I am not a baker. Nolan likes to bake. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so yeah, it works out. Balance. Yeah. So basically, what my diet consists of is vegetables, number one, mm -hmm. fruit, and grains. Okay. And what then the some grains? beauty fats also. What are the beauty fats? Beauty fats would be like avocado okay. or coconut oil, okay. those kind of things. Yeah. But grains, yeah, I'm very specific about the grains too. So there are grains that are good for you, really, really good for you, and then there are grains that are not. Which Very are good. really, really good. The really, really good ones are quinoa, buckwheat, amaranth, and millet. Oh, millet. Someone just brought millet up the other day. Yeah. And what is millet? So millet, it's well, like this little, little tiny... Yeah, they do make cereal yeah. out of it. Um, that You can make like a hot cereal out yeah. of it too. Yeah. It's a lot like quinoa, like size-wise. Yeah. Little, little tiny, tiny balls. balls. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of makes like a porridge uh, texture. Ah. But it's very good for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. I like eating the good stuff. Yeah, it makes you feel so good. Yeah. It's hard work. It yeah. is still hard work every single day, even though, you know, I have lost over 20 pounds. Wow. Yeah, in the last six months. Well, I haven't seen you. Yeah, I was up to 136. Okay. And I'm 113 now. Wow. So I've lost a ton of weight, and I feel amazing. But it is still an effort to do what I'm doing. Right. It has to be on the top of the priority list right, yeah. all the time, yeah. you know, because I, I have to spend a little bit more money every week on groceries, right. you know, buying organic, buying, you know, the right things, making sure I have enough apples for the, for the right. week and enough lemons. Lemons are crazy. I buy over 20 lemons a week. And they're not cheap. They're not. And I know. they should be. They're I know. just lemons. I know. So, 
we have a greenhouse on our property. Yeah. And he's not going to be using it for his business. You grow all your own vegetables. Right. He has another property that he does all his business on. So, yeah, we're going to turn our greenhouse into awesome. a, a, an amazing fruit, Thank vegetable. That's genius. Sanctuary. Do you read? I do, what yes. Do you, what do you read? Right now I'm reading Kimberly Snyder's Beauty Detox Solution. She's amazing. She's a nutritionist. Yeah. And she traveled all around the world and got her degree in Puerto Rico. She is vegan, but she, she kind of outlines this way of eating where you can eat meat in the Beauty Detox program. But the best way, if you want to really go hardcore, which I'm always like going hardcore, yeah. everything I do, then, you know, you are a vegan and you eat these grains and, and you eat fruits and vegetables. And it's also about food combining. So right. that's a huge part of it. I'm learning a lot about that. And that has changed my life immensely, too. Hmm. Just knowing the order in which foods you should eat. Well, yeah. we don't have any education around no. that at all. Zero. No, we don't. So much diabetes and all this other disease. It's, we wouldn't uh, even need hospitals if somebody taught us how to eat. Really, yeah. we would never get sick. I know. And think about it. Back in the day, like in the 50s, you know, we didn't have the issues we have today because people weren't eating fast food all the time. Well, the convenience of certain things like even TV dinners. Right. That's when Frozen all foods. the convenience started happening is right, right in the end of the 50s, like all this Insta food started exactly. happening and they were eating meat and potatoes, but they were eating a good balance of food and, and right. people were generally healthy. Right. I think it was as soon as we started processing food, the whole thing was over. Processed food. Yeah. That is the number one thing to take out of your diet if you can take anything out. The beautiful thing about this whole process of becoming healthy is even if you just try a little bit harder the next day, it becomes easier at the same time right? because you're getting more energy. So the more weight you lose or the more you're cleaning out the toxins out of your body, the more energy you have. You're getting results and your body can see yeah. it and your brain knows it. Yeah. So you want to keep doing yeah. it. Yes. And even doing it more. Yeah. Do you exercise? I do. What do you do? Well, I dance. And I have a physical trainer, Kayla Poli, who just recently got certified, and she's about my age. And she works at Aspire Fitness. Is that in Medford? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. So basically, she was a yoga instructor, still is a yoga instructor, but she wanted to incorporate yoga into physical training. So that's what she has done. It's like a fusion. So that's a good that's yoga a good combination. along with lifting weights high intensity training, like workouts, training. right, yeah. and or uh, cardio with that yoga factor in there because a lot of the time people don't teach you how to breathe. That is like the number one thing when you're working out, breathing. Yeah. And yoga does that. Right. So it's about learning yeah. how to do things right the first time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they don't show us anything. I know. Really, I don't know why they're not showing us anything. It's because we have all this other stuff crap out there no, that they're trying to sell us yeah. and you know it's all just so confusing especially for young people these well, days well that's it i mean i have two teenagers and uh thank god honestly and this is not a pat i'm really glad i'm their father yeah because I can tell them things nobody else is telling right. them. Right. Nobody. What did you do with that uh, little blue album? What happened with well, it? Well, I sell it at okay. every show. Um, okay, I sell good. it online as well on yeah. my website. What um, is your website? ShayCeline.com. Okay. 
S-H-A-E-C-E-L-I-N-E.com. That's right. Okay, you didn't even say WWW. I didn't. And, and you have a show with Nick coming up? I do. At the winery place over in the place in South Jacksonville? South Stage Cellars. South Stage Cellars. That, in Jacksonville. In, in Jacksonville. When's that show? That's on the 17th of next month, February. Okay, well, right this show... Right after Valentine's Day. Okay, well, th- this show will be way before then. Yes. All right, much Thank love you. to you, sweetie. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Why do they call you Sega? Sega is a nickname. That's like the game? <laughs> yeah, Sega Genesis console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Sega jacket. Said Sega? Yeah, they're like, hey, is your name Sega? And I thought for a second, I'm like, yep, I'm Sega. Where were you? It was an after-school program. Can't recall what it was. I was always in a nerdy, nerdy club situation. It actually might have been band. I was playing saxophone in sixth grade, and I think it was in band class. What middle school did you go to? Talent Middle School. Oh, are you a local? I am a local. You've been here the whole time? Grew up here. Where were you born? At Rogue Valley Medical. Your family's in the Medford area? Yeah. Where's your mom live? Metro. I didn't know you were that local. Yeah, born and raised. And your grandparents, they have like a farm in Roosh or something? They've got a farm in Roosh. How long have they been there? At least 20 years. When were you born? 87. 30 this year. Did you go to Ashland High School? Phoenix. A lot of people haven't heard of. Phoenix High? Phoenix High School, yeah. They grew up yeah. in town. Yeah. Moved out of mom's house. I had just turned 18. Rented a little room in Medford. Your real name was Alexander, and we met yes. in the taxi. Yes. And you used to be a backseat taxi right. passenger. Mm-hmm. And then one day I said to you, why the fuck are you sitting <laughs> in the back? So you're a, a resident of this valley yes. since the beginning. Since the beginning. And uh, time. So you're, you're working on a weed farm? Weed farm, yeah. Yeah. Trimming. And, and you're trimming? Mm-hmm. Is it in in the local area here? It, it is. It's about a half an hour drive just out in the mountains. So How is that? I've always wanted to do that. I still awesome. want to do it. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm sitting there and it's pretty easy. It's just repetitive. But I, I love that because um, I just sit down. I listen to podcasts. Citizen 44 is definitely my favorite. Oh. Favorite podcast. Thank you. Clearly you don't listen to very many. Have you even heard the show? Yeah. Which one? The one uh, where my buddy Javar was uh, having oh, intimate relations with we you. We were practically and... having sex in the taxi. <laughs> you guys were having a uh, bromance for He's sure. He's a very sweet young man. Yeah, absolutely. I told you, literally, I want that guy <laughs> to deliver my eulogy. Yeah. Did you do sports or anything? Football was in middle school. I was actually a theater nerd. Oh. I was in a bunch of plays. I, st- I starred in two of them. Which one? It was uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Who did you play? Uh, I was Claudio, which was the second lead. I did get in trouble for that play. Why? Um, I had a girlfriend at the time. We were three years into a relationship. I met her in middle school. And, yeah. And uh, in this show, I got to make out with another girl uh, for the show. And right. So, yeah, I was just acting. She okay. wasn't. She wasn't really cute, and I didn't have, like, in my pubescent brain, who's really... Can I say horny on the show? <laughs> How old are you? 13? I'm 13. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to picture you with 13 without a beard. Did you have a beard when you were 13? I had a solid goatee at 13. It was just kind of coming in. Yeah. By, by 16, full on beard. You did, huh? Full. I got, you look yeah. like bearded guy forever. Like you were yeah. a baby with a beard. Born yeah. with yeah. a beard. Yeah. You actually look like an actor. You're a very <laughs> nice looking young man. And you have very straight teeth. And, yeah. and you, you look symmetrical. And, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> So high school wasn't too bad. High school was cool. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. did you graduate? I ended with a bang, actually. 
so it was my graduating year, 2006, and uh, they had the school elections, which is like the school government where you apply for roles, basically. And yeah. They had the announcement up for who was running, so they did like the presidents of each class, and I think it was like... Four classes. Yeah, four classes, and you could be, like, the treasurer. You could be the... It's like, pretend government roles. Yeah, yeah. Like, vice president. Yeah, get y'all dialed into the shitty program, yeah. Yeah, stuffity stuff. And then it it came out to... There's two presidents. There was all-student body president, and then there was the senior class president. And uh, I actually knew who was running for all-student body. His name was Craig Lamb, a real cool dude. And uh, it came down to senior class president. Which just represents the senior class. Yeah. It was about 100 people. One girl was running for senior class president, unopposed. Uh-huh. So I'm in class hearing this, and I'm like, um, nobody is running. And this kind of didn't sit well with me because I was like, okay, nobody's running. That means she has to do nothing and she's going to win. Nope. I marched myself at lunch that day and I was like uh, what are the requirements for running for senior class president and they're like blah 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 you have to be doing this you have to do this and I I qualified I wasn't the best student I did a lot of extracurricular activities and I wasn't actually really good at academics I didn't have an impressive GPA I wasn't I wasn't good at classwork but I met the requirements which were uh, you know breathing s- standard breathing yeah I, I had a pulse and I showed <laughs> I up student ID. <laughs> yeah so I yeah I signed up I ran and uh, I put together a campaign real fast. I got to like have a speech in front of the assembly. I grabbed some Sharpies and I went to the mall and I made some shirts. So now at the assembly, I threw some shirts into the, you know, the senior <laughs> class. I was like, yeah, run for me, guys. And and they loved it. Were they screaming? Oh, they, yeah, it was it was fun. Did it, you win? I won. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I won. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, What'd you do in your term? Uh, do you remember it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I so yeah, I won. Um, and it was kind of it was kind of like it was a bittersweet. It was like oh shit, right? What oh did you fight fuck, I, I won. Yeah, I remember, it and I was like, oh, I you know what? I didn't really read what I have to do now. Like I was, I'm like fuck, I actually have to do this. And you know what? This sounds kind of familiar with America right now. I kind of feel like. Somebody else is up in the office thinking like, oh, fuck. I have no idea. Who are you speaking about? What are you talking about? That piece of shit fucking guy that's running our country right now. Is Who's that? I don't remember his name. All right. So <laughs> so you have this position for the rest of your senior term? Yeah. Um, and did you do anything? Or did, were you like, did you mirror our current situation? Uh, did you yeah, build walls I, around the school and have the rest of the neighbors pay for it? <laughs> Uh, I um, I got to organize a reunion at some point. Um, I'll get to it later. It's I a guess. blur, right? It's a blur. Okay. Yeah. What'd you do out of high school? Yeah, I went to college for a bit. Where'd you go to um, college? RCC. What'd you take? Uh, psychology and photography classes. Psychology um, and photography. Yeah. Huh. With all the normals, I was going for an associates of uh, associates of science. I want a psychology degree, and um, yeah, I did a couple terms. You know what? I kind of figured school is not really for me. I'm not really into academics. And I every time I went to class, I felt like they are training me to be a sheep person. This isn't me. I don't feel I don't feel like I connect to anybody in class. Like everybody's so stressed out about 
I mean, this sounds weird, but like, I'm not like, I gotta be at class at this time, and then I have 10 minutes to get my human body to this other class, yeah, yeah. and I have Super to, regimented. I have to write 500 words in this one paper to yeah. tell this one person, teacher, that I am a smart person. Like, yeah, super fuck, robotic. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, but you graduated high school. Graduated high school. Yeah. What, what'd your dad do at the time? I don't know. Didn't really interact with him a lot. He was kind of a went to work, came home, did his own thing. What did he do for work? He was uh, he was a produce master. He worked at a, like uh, he worked at a couple supermarkets and produce yeah. master. I've never heard that produce term. Produce master. The yeah. master of produce. Yeah. And he did that his whole life that you recall while you were a kid. Yeah, as long as I knew him. Is he st- is he alive? He's not. When did he pass? Uh, it would have been uh, a couple years ago. Well, he must have been pretty young. He was a young guy. He was. How did he pass? He was running. He was a, uh, a very well-known. That's your dad? Yeah. In the park? The guy that dropped dead in the park? Yeah. Todd Ragsdale. Yeah. Yeah, he was an ultra marathon runner. And what was the cause of death? It came down to. Uh, I, I don't remember the actual term, but the the autopsy from the coroner said uh, basically. He got a sort of common fracture in uh-huh. one of his arteries. And um, what happened is he slowly bled to death internally, which sounds weird, but it's actually a really painless way to die. Did he just drop? Uh, they think so. I mean, he was just going on a normal morning okay. run. Nothing out of the ordinary. Right. He uh, just didn't come home and... Uh, a day passed, and uh, at that point, the uh, emergency services, they, I think by law, have to wait 24 hours for a missing person to be qualified for a search party. Yeah. So after 24 hours, things definitely look weird. So it uh, took a couple of days to actually find him. But they did They did find him um, right off of uh, the river right here, mm. up uh, towards the uh, uh, reservoir. Yeah. 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 Are your parents, were they still together? No. He was remarried. It doesn't but, sound like you had much of a relationship with him. Uh, well, not really, but I was a really active, busy kid. He worked a lot during the day, and then you'd go on his runs, and he was traveling a lot. And the, the few times that we did spend together were awesome. Yeah. Like we, we did have, we had, you know, great times together. You have brothers and sisters? Yeah. Okay. Four half-sisters. Four of them? Yeah. Amazing, awesome young. Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Okay, so they're young. Yeah. Because you're how old? 30. Okay. When did you turn 30? November. November what? I don't remember. I don't know. What's your birthday, knucklehead? I don't know. November. Shut up. November what? I'm a, scor- I'm a Scorpio. Well, I am too. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> What's the day? Your listeners are weird. I don't want them. They don't give a shit about <laughs> the number of the month that you were fucking born. I was born November 19th. When were you born? <laughs> you already know. We've already talked about it. No, I don't recall. November 5th. 5th. Oh, right. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Right. And your mom, what's she doing? She is rocking her life right now. My youngest sister, Alana, is nine, and so mom is uh, taking care of Alana. She helps uh, youth get jobs. In the Medford area? Yeah. She's a director for a whole program. Just helps uh, youth get jobs and resources to troubled youth, low-income participants. 
It's really cool. It's cool. really fulfilling for her. She's a super intelligent, sweet lady, and yeah. I am honored to have her as my uh, birth giver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, super cool. And you're going to see her today? Yeah, she's coming to Ashland today. We're going to go ice skating. What? Yeah. With Alana. She's coming. That's going to be super fun. When are they coming? I saw your phone was kind of blowing up. If she calls again, we're going to answer. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Can you put her on speaker? Yeah. What a treat. Of what a treat. Hello, Mom. It's your son, and you're on the air. Citizen 44. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? What am I on the air for? Nothing. I'm just kidding. What's going no, on? No, he's not. <laughs> you are. Well, you're not live, but you are on my podcast. Hey, what kind of podcast? We talk about this and that and things and stuff. Well, the other day, this thing happened, and that was really cool, and the stuff came, and it was awesome, and it was all over the place. What are you talking about? I appreciate you loaning me your son for a little while. Absolutely. I hope it works well. Well, you don't even sound old enough to have a young man of this size associated with you in that way. <laughs> Very well put. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, and have a nice day. Yeah. All right. Good to see you, Alexander. Right. It's good to be here. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. Well, that's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. It was super fun to have all that music. And it was great to have Shay and Nick actually in the apartment belting out that beautiful Michael Jackson cover. If you would like to find out more about Shay Celine, you can certainly go to shayceline.com and check out, uh, she's got videos and she's got her album you can purchase. Uh, the album is Can You Feel the Music? Fantastic album, wonderfully produced project. And if you want to find out more about Nick and Andy Cassad, you can check them out at FretDrifters.com. Uh, and again, uh, The Fret Drifters, a, a, a self-titled album, fantastic seven cuts, a couple of instrumentals, uh, really shows their uh, singer, songwriter, musician chops. And again, check out Paris Green. You got to actually come in. You got to come into the store and really see. You can also find Gabby and uh, on Facebook. Check her out on Facebook, and there you go. Always a pleasure, never high-priced, fantastic uh, experience to do this with you, for you, for me, for us. And uh, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Much love to you, and uh, word to your mother's uncle. Whatever you're doing is not working. There's only one way you can change that, and that's to change what you do. 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 I am Citizen Forty Four. This song was written for you. You know who you are. You're like a dream I had one time. Everything felt like it was heaven How did I ever live without you? I never knew what I was missing Oh, oh Ooh, can't you see?
Just 